Hi everyone, thanks for checking into the Grad Girl Wellness Podcast, a space designed to inspire and highlight the stories of women of color in graduate school who are prioritizing their overall health and wellness while pursuing higher education. My name is Angela and I'm your host. Let's get started. Hi, Asita. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm managing. Um, so I just wanted to start off the show and ask you if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, your academic background, and what you're doing now. So my name is Asita Diallo, and I actually received my bachelor's in psych and neuroscience from SUNY Albany. Then straight, straight after, I went to um, graduate school at NYU for my doctorate in physical therapy. Currently, I'm in the process of like studying for um for like both of my licensure exams. I need one for personal training and physical therapy. And I am a huge advocate and educator for like optimal health through movement and nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, how did you get interested in that line of work and like these topics? So, I've always had a passion for like fitness and health and anything movement related since high school. I used to be really unhealthy like back in high school. You know, like the dollar chips, like just mm-hmm. eating everything. And um, I think along the way, I found myself like going to the gym and like working out and like I gained so much confidence from that. And honestly, I literally didn't know about like physical therapy until like my sophomore year of college. Like I've always loved fitness and health. But when I got to college, I was exploring like the health field. It wasn't until like I was sitting in one of my career classes and I remember this one student saying she wanted to be a physical therapist. And I'm like, what the hell is a physical therapist? Like, what exactly are you doing? And I remember like, like, I thought about that. Like, I laughed about, like, what is a physical therapist? But then, like, a week later, my mom actually broke her leg. And she was going to physical therapy. So I was like, oh, like, let me look into this. And I looked into it. And I was like, you get paid to, like, rehab people? Like, that's lit. And, like, ever since, I'm just, I was just um, doing my prerequisites. So I didn't major in bio or anything. But I did take in neuroscience. And I also took all my prerequisites for physical therapy school. And that's pretty much how I discovered physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting story how that came about. Um, so you mentioned that in high school, you like weren't the healthiest person, but that you started going to the gym. So what happened between, you know, in high school to make you kind of make that life, that lifestyle change? I think um, the biggest thing was like, you know, like when you were young, you would go to the like, doctor, your mother, or, like your father, whoever your parent guardian is. And like, the doctor would tell me like, listen, like you have a high chance of getting diabetes. And just from like being that young I was just scared like oh my god like don't eat too much sugar because of diabetes and I don't think I understand like like I understood how serious it was until like you know the doctor was showing me like what can possibly happen and it kind of scared me into saying you know what maybe I should like go work out and I always wanted to like go to the gym but I didn't have like someone I could go with and so essentially like that just forced me or motivated me to be like listen like you have to go and like in like doing so I fell in love with it so it became easier as opposed to like forcing myself to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. I think that a lot of people don't go to the gym because they don't have like that accountability partner. Um, so taking that experience kind of like from high school, did you carry that into undergrad, into your grad school program? Or did you kind of like struggle to keep that going? So high school was great because you know how like you have a schedule and right after class, you could go to the gym or you could do whatever. Like I, I didn't take any work back home with me. 
undergrad, I slacked off. I would go some days and say, hmm, I have to study. And I wasn't like as, um, as active as I should have been. And even then in high school, I was blogging about fitness. But like when I got to undergrad, I kind of slowed down like blogging and even living a healthy lifestyle. I feel like I was a hypocrite at some point. So I was like, mm, maybe I should just put this aside. And so going into graduate school, actually, um, I was also like, it got worse where I was not active. I was not taking care of my health. And I know one of the questions that you had was about like my relationship with wellness. In grad school, it was terrible. I literally would wake up, sometimes drink a smoothie, sometimes eat nothing, go to class, study, come back home, study, like would not go to the gym. And I would get like less than five hours of sleep. And it wasn't until I got really sick, I ended up in the ER. And like, I was literally laying there, like, I was just like, and I'm like crying because it's midterm week. So I'm like telling the nurse, I don't have time to be sick. I don't know what's going on. And like, I have a high fever and I'm like, and like, I haven't felt that bad in like ages. So she's like, listen, honey, that should be the least of your worries. I was like, no, you don't understand. I have a midterm Monday. And I was like, hey, Asita, like, if you don't feel better, you can't do anything. You know, like you're literally at a point where like you do anything right now. And so I kind of had like a moment of realization and, you know, I'm very spiritual, I promise. I won't like go that route again. And like ever since I kind of committed to like working out, I always made sure I worked out and like I did not take a break for more than two days. Mm-hmm. And so I consistently went to the gym. I ate healthy. If I was tired, I closed my notes. And honestly, like that's like the best thing that could have happened to me in grad school. Oh, wow. Now, it's wild to think that you were, like, in the hospital, like, trying to make sure you took the midterm. (laughs) I'm, like, crying. I'm, like, no. Yeah, it's not okay. I don't recommend it. Oh, wow. But, I mean, like, I'm sure, like, you're not the only one who who has been in that type of situation, so. Mm -hmm. That's real. Okay, so after that experience, right, like, kind of seems like a turning point for you, how had, how did graduate school change? Like, did your academics change? I know you said that, like, your habits in terms of working out change but did you see any other changes positive impacts surprise I did I started doing a lot better in like classes because I realized like my issue was I would try to focus on every little detail I would memorize everything and I had over like seven like I mean seven classes so trying to memorize everything was so intense but I sat there and tried to force myself so when I was working out I didn't have time to like learn every detail I basically took what I thought was important learn like the, you know, like the big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I think working out also kind of showed me that like, if you're consistent in anything, no matter what it is, like you'll see results. So the gym and essentially taught me like that drive of, listen, you gotta, so it really, like it changed everything around. And I think also um, realizing how important my health was, I actually like sought out a psychologist. And so like going to them and like talking to them, it was so helpful because I was like, I was able to like leave like class in class. And if I had, like, if I went home, I would study for a little bit and then like leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So like a snowball effect, like everything else started changing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I even like used to have like these random panic attacks, but I didn't know what it was until like I went to like the psychologist and she was like, yeah, like, you know, and it always like happened around midterms, but I didn't put two and two together. I'm just like going crazy. I'm losing it, but I got to pass. So it was, it was learning. And that's what grad school really taught me. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think that's awesome. I think that like it in some ways like grad school sucks because it's so long, but at the same time it gives us the opportunity to like know our patterns and to like create mm-hmm. change and things like that. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. So thinking about where you are 
now, right? Uh-huh. How that goes to grad life. We we've made those changes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a personal trainer now? Well, I honestly love it. I think movement is key. And sometimes like when I'm like, um, so this summer my friend and I, we started a, a org called Peer Pressure and it was really to um really to just uplift like people in our communities, especially in like the midst of everything going on with George Floyd, police brutality. And it was the first time actually we hosted classes together. I just felt so alive. And I think being a personal trainer, like, gives me that same feeling of, like, I'm here. And, like, the feeling that I get, I know everyone can also get the same feeling, though you might not have the same passion, you know? Because, like, when you work out, you release endorphins, you feel better, like, biologically speaking. So I love it, honestly. Well, that's awesome. I'm going to try to catch y'all next summer because I missed it this year. (laughs) Oh, it's all right. It's all right. No, that's awesome. Like, if y'all do anything online, let me know. Um, so I guess I want to like tap into your expertise a little bit and ask some like common questions around fitness um, and particularly as they relate to people in grad school. Um, so my first one is, do you have any suggestions on how to make time for working out? My biggest thing is that you're never going to have the time that you think you need or the time that you think you want. You basically have to incorporate it into your schedule. And so depending on how your schedule is, some people like to wake up and work out like 30 minutes earlier or they do it towards the end of the day. But um, let's say you feel like your schedule is so tight, do it 10 minutes a day. Like that's all it takes. And I highly recommend like using YouTube for like during quarantine, I was on YouTube looking up many different workout videos and it's like 10 minutes, 15, 30 minutes. So I don't think you'll ever find the time until you make the time mm-hmm. in the schedule. Okay, so kind of like a mindset mindset shift. Um, mm-hmm. Now that's awesome. I've been doing fit on, and you can also like decide how long you want your workouts to be, and then like they'll pre-select them for oh, you. That's been helpful. That. And she loves it. She'll do one for eight minutes. I'm like, wow, okay, that's great. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, so uh, kind of related to to that, um, how can we be consistent in our working out? or like keep our motivation around it I guess for me it would be just adding it to your schedule when you start something and you basically so for instance um let's say I wanted to take on a habit of working out I would basically into my schedule say let's say three days off the week and I would do that consistently for like a week or like even a month usually if you do something for over like a certain amount of period it becomes a habit and so when you don't work out you feel like Mm, I'm doing something wrong here or like this is the time I'm usually working out so I think just adding it into your schedule and there are days where like you don't feel like working out some days I don't feel like working out but I reminding yourself that you always feel better and then even when you have those days maybe you don't have to work out you know stay home and stretch just do something like in relation to movement no I think that's helpful to know even you sometimes don't feel like working out <laughs> there are some days I'm just like I want to sit here eat these chips but you know it's a work in progress and I think it's like that throughout the structure journey of like being in like the throughout like the health world sorry I'm like a little no no you're good you're good right it's ebbs and flows same way I don't feel like studying mm-hmm. all the time but right exactly <laughs> and you keep going um okay so another question um specifically for folks in school how can we do this on a budget 
Mm-hmm. So the kind of most programs, they usually have gyms that you can go to and it's like free access, especially like for grad school students. However, because of quarantine and like things are closed, my biggest thing is YouTube. I literally, like YouTube is life and <laughs> it's free, you know, and you can literally look up any or everything. And let's say you wanted something a bit more, um, I guess a bit more, let me see, how, how can I phrase it? Like something geared towards you, I would say, see if you could buy other people's programs, but that I can be a little skeptical about that. So kind of like pick and choose whose program. Right now I'm doing Kaiser Fit. She's an amazing trainer. And she has like this online program where like you can literally move for just 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30 minutes. And so looking and it's like very affordable so okay well that sounds great do you have any suggestions on how to determine whose program would be worth buying um I think it's difficult definitely but trying to find reviews or testimonials about the person's program because I've bought people programs and they were terrible and these are people with like high amount of following so I definitely think you should, um, or even like when you are like when you are on someone's social media, just gauge the type of information that they share with you. You know, like see if it's more on an educational basis as opposed to like something that like you've seen on every other page. Mm-hmm. But it it can be a little hard. I recommend like accent trainers actually, because some people reach out to me and like I'll gladly tell them, hey, this program was great. This program was not so great. So that's something I would recommend. Okay, now that's helpful because like sometimes, especially like on Instagram, you can get so drawn into like the before and after pictures that you don't even care. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> like the funny story. So I bought this. It was this YouTuber actually who I like loved watching her workout videos. They were very specific and it was just great. I was like, you know what? Let me just buy her program. And it was like her abs program. And I was so disappointed. She literally had two workouts. One was Russian twist. And the other one was be us, 100 reps. I was so mad. And it was like $35, but it was my money, you know? Right. Yes, I was. I emailed her like countless times because she wasn't trying to like reach back out to me. And I was like, listen, I will report this just because like it's not fair, you know? And like I'm thinking about it as like I was lucky to know that, you know, like I know that this is not accurate, but you're just selling false dreams to other people mm-hmm. who don't know better essentially or like need guidance. And you're taking advantage of that. So... You get your money back? So that, yeah, I did. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, I was like, I had to report it to my bank because this is unacceptable. <laughs> okay, um, so kind of a follow-up. Do you have, who else do you like on YouTube? I'm just trying to get some suggestions. This girl, her name is Mad Fit. Okay. Mad Fit. Her videos are amazing. And like, she is one of those live workouts where like you can work out with her. Um, I also love Kaiser Fit because she does a lot of like ability stuff. So her workouts aren't like crazy intense. It's really, I feel like it's for anyone. And like, let's say you've never worked out before. You can do her, um, her workouts. Awesome. Okay. So I like that. We have options um, yeah. in terms of what yeah. we can do. Um, okay. So last thing I have here is about food or, or food and drink rather. So mm-hmm. after we work out or before we work out, do you have any thoughts on like what we should be consuming? Um, I think it really depends on the person. So for instance, for me personally, like I'll eat an hour or two before working out because if I eat right, like close to working out, I'll feel like lightheaded and I'll feel really nauseous. Um, I'll try to eat something light. So I wouldn't eat like rice and chicken or something so, so, so heavy just cause you will be like, let's say you're running or you're doing anything cardio related, you'll 
you'll feel nauseous or like you won't feel well. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. And then after, I always drink a protein shake just so I could keep my gains. Mm-hmm. And within like 30 to like 30 minutes to an hour, I'll eat like a meal. And that really just depends on like your personal preference. Some people like I, I always recommend carbs before working out because that's the energy you're using. But some people say like, oh, I want to burn fat, so I don't want to eat as much carbs. I always recommend carbs because you listen, you need your energy and you don't want to wear yourself out either. Mm-hmm. No, that's helpful because I, I think like one, the point about you need to know yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I needed to do like a pre-workout because like I would be like dead after I worked out. And a part of me was like, oh, it was just because of like the exercise was too strenuous. You mm-hmm. know, like that wasn't the issue. Like you just need to take better care of yourself before. Mm-hmm. You um, so I just wanted people to be aware of that. It might not be the exercise, but it might be something that's else that you're not considering. And even depending on the pre-workout that you're referring to. So like these past couple of like months, actually, I've been looking into like pre-workouts and like the research behind it. So in long term, they're not great for you at all. But there are other things that you can take as your pre-workout. So for instance, like some people would just like mix like caffeine, like coffee, and they'll drink that as a pre-workout. And like that's better than like the actual pre-workout ingredients. Um, Even amino acids, which helps you like build um, muscles. You can, you can basically use those or you could use creatine. It's hard because I used to take, pre, like in grad school, I took pre-workouts for every workout. But long-term, they're not good for you. And like, I started having like chest pains. And so like, that was the biggest reason why I like literally just threw out all my pre-workouts. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, it's hard. It is. Trying to just balance everything. It can be challenging. So I feel like, learning your body and seeing the effects of things as opposed to like listening to what someone else says is most important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I, I think I, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to rethink my pre-workout. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Just ask me. I'll send you a list. Pseudo. They have a couple of like food groups that you could eat as like pre-workouts. Okay. Oh, awesome. That would be really helpful. <laughs> okay, cool. So now I want to move into the lightning round, which is kind of where we wrap things up. And you just give the first thing that comes to mind. Um, so the first question is, can you please provide three words to describe wellness in graduate school? Like the importance of it or like? The importance of it, what it means to you. Okay. I guess for me, it's therapeutic. Um, I think it's imperative. Like, it's very important to... It's very important. Um, And I think it... I guess I would use success because I think through wellness is how you achieve, like, success in grad school and, like, throughout, like, the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So next up... Two invaluable resources that have helped you in your wellness journey. Therapy, seeking a therapist was one of the best things I could have done for myself and I wish I would have done it earlier. Um, the gym. The gym, in a sense, was my therapy and like was the place that I went to, like that I went to to forget everything that was going on and like basically worry about me and be selfish with my time. So... Well, that's awesome. So it's kind of like a nice way to lead into the last one, um, which is, could you please provide one piece of advice to listeners? My advice? Uh, so much stuff. 
you could give us drop a few gems if you <laughs> like, I'll stick to the limit. Um for most of like grad students, right? Mm-hmm. I guess my biggest advice would be to move. Literally, when you're stressed, when you don't feel like doing something, like no matter what it is, I think moving, like moving, allows your mind to think and like allows you to clear everything in your head. So I feel like that would be the biggest advice, especially because like it's helped me on my journey, and like I've heard many of the people say that like moving is what helped them. Um, yeah, that's the biggest advice I would give, and it's gonna be okay. Crazy as that sounds, because I know when people told me that, I was like, no, it's not. I'm drowning. But it will be okay. Right. No, it's nice to hear that from you as someone on the other side, right? Like, we're going to (laughs) survive. Oh, listen, you are. Cool. So, to end us off, I wanted to know if people want to get in contact with you around personal training or any other questions, how could they find you? So, you guys can email me on um train with dr like dr diallo d-i-a-l-l-o at gmail.com or you can also find me on social media which is train with dr diallo person specifically i'm working on my linkedin not okay, okay. <laughs> awesome well thank you for being here i hope like this is really like insightful for me and i know it will be for other people thank you for having I really appreciate it and I wish you guys nothing but the best and I think this is very important what you guys are doing wish I had this man <laughs> we're trying gotta pay it forward to the next generation I'm hard. I appreciate it <laughs> of course that's all I have for you on this episode I hope that you heard something that inspires you along your wellness journey and if so share it with a friend until next time take care